This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, May 3rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Chocolate milk. It's personal. Purdue's dairy fix. Branstead vows fight for beef and Dow-DuPont merger advances. When Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue announced plans to slow down implementation of some new school lunch standards, he was delivering on the request from several GOP senators and school nutrition officials to provide local officials with more flexibility in decision-making. But by lifting restrictions on flavored milk, he was also delivering on a request from a friend's granddaughter, who, when learning about his new job, offered that, I hope Mr. Sonny can make school lunches great again. Purdue told members of the National Association of Farm Broadcasting yesterday, all of us want healthy, nutritious food for our kids. But if it's not tasty, appealing, or palatable, those foods are going to go in the waste can. Purdue said it didn't take a lot of study or research to see school lunch participation went down and waste went up as the new standards were implemented. Purdue seemed especially proud of the decision to allow 1% flavored milk to be served for school lunches once again. He said milk is still a very important product for growing children. So if we can put a flavoring in 1% milk, I think it's great so they can consume more of it. That will be good for all of us. The beverage has also been good for Purdue. As he told the group, I wouldn't be where I am today without chocolate milk. Ducks for dairy? Purdue has a tongue-in-cheek idea for resolving the dairy trade dispute with Canada. During an event at the Canadian Embassy, the ambassador joked that his country produces far more ducks than it ever gets from the United States. Purdue says that prompted him to say this, Mr. Ambassador, I'm very sorry that we take your ducks without sending anything back, but we do have some good dairy we'd like to send you. For more of Purdue's comments to NAFB, plus an exclusive, in-depth look at the failed cotton dairy budget negotiations and what they mean for the next farm bill, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes this morning. House Ag tackles the tough ones. The House Agriculture Committee has finished its farm bill hearings for a while. Now it's going to take on some easier issues. Today, the committee will act on a pair of bills, one of which is known as Removing Outdated Restrictions to Allow for Job Growth Act. Its purpose is not quite as lofty as it sounds. The bill would allow a town in Maine to develop some land formerly owned by the Forest Service. That existing deed restriction requires the land to be used for an airport. The second bill would rename a USDA research center in Fargo, North Dakota, after former Agriculture Secretary Ed Schaefer. Branstead vows to fight to get U.S. beef into China. Iowa Governor Terry Branstead is telling senators he'll be in a unique position to help China to lift its ban on U.S. beef if he's confirmed to be the next ambassador to the country. Branstead has a long personal relationship with Chinese President Xi Jinping. The two first met in 1985 when she led a corn processing delegation to Iowa and Branstead hosted the visitors in the governor's mansion. Branstead told the Senate Foreign Relations Committee at his confirmation hearing yesterday, I want to serve American beef, specifically Iowa premium beef, at the embassy and at the ambassador's residence. I don't think it's fair that right now we have to serve Australian beef or Argentinian beef. Dow DuPont gets Chinese clearance. Chinese Ministry of Commerce has granted conditional regulatory approval of the $130 billion Dow DuPont merger. 
The approval is contingent on DuPont divesting certain parts of its crop protection portfolio and R&D pipeline and organization. And Dow, selling off its global ethylene acrylic acid copolymers and ionomers business. Those conditions are consistent with commitments made by the companies when the European Commission approved their merger in March. The company said yesterday that they committed to supply certain herbicide and insecticide ingredients and formulations for rice crops for five years after the merger's closing. Presidential Council Reviews Antibiotic Issue A presidential advisory council established under the Obama administration is meeting this week to review antibiotic resistance issues in agriculture. The council will hear today from representatives of agriculture and veterinary groups on disease challenges in livestock operations. The Trump administration has made regulatory reform a major priority, but there has been little indication of what the Food and Drug Administration at the USDA plan to do about antibiotic-related measures taken under President Obama. One of the biggest changes which took effect starting this year involved requiring veterinary oversight for medically important antibiotics. According to the National Pork Producers Council, implementation of the requirement has gone relatively smoothly. Syngenta trial in Minnesota pushed back. A test case in the ongoing litigation over Syngenta's commercialization of genetically modified corn has been delayed, that according to the Associated Press. Scheduled to begin last week in Minneapolis, the trial will now start in July, according to AP, quoting a plaintiff's attorney who said the judge decided to reschedule when some jurors claimed financial hardships. That means the first test case will start in federal court in June. Thousands of farmers are claiming that China's rejection of corn because of traces of the AgriSure Viptera trait lowered corn prices. Syngenta has consistently argued that its actions did not cause the price drop. Think Tank and Farm Bill critic fires CEO. The Heritage Foundation, one of the fiercest critics of farm policy of Washington, is in turmoil with the firing of its president and CEO, former Senator Jim DeMint. It's not clear how this will change the group's direction or approach. Some reports say the Heritage Board felt the think tank had become too political. Other reports said DeMint's lost a power struggle with the head of the organization's advocacy arm, Heritage Action. A brutally worded statement posted by Heritage said DeMint failed to resolve significant and worsening management issues that led to a breakdown of internal communications and cooperation. Here's today's He Said It. Beijing is not Des Moines. But I know that your relationship with President Xi spans decades, and I'm confident that you fully understand the breadth and depth of the challenges awaiting you in China. That Senate Foreign Relations Chairman Bob Corker stressing confidence in Iowa Governor Terry Branstad to be ambassador to China. Well, that is Daybreak for this Wednesday, May 3rd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Downey.